gave someone my, my friend code because they started playing Animal Crossing, and then I realized, like, I haven't been to my Animal Crossing island in since my birthday. It must be just some dystopian hellscape, I'm sure. Well, I mean, I hadn't touched it in, like, four months before that, um, but I was like, you can come and, like, take fruit and everything, but you have to give me a day's heads up so I can clean. <laughs> Speaking of games. Good segue. Yeah. All right, Sarah. I need you to close your eyes. Oh, hi. This is Afternoonified. Oh, right. We do this. Uh, it's hi, a, it's a mini episode. Hi, Emily. Um, all right. So close your eyes. Do I have to? Yes. Okay. I'm closing my okay. eyes. Picture. You're 12. You're at a slumber party. Oh, God. That one girl who's kind of an asshole announces that she has an idea. No, no. You agree to literally whatever, because if you don't, you're a loser. (laughs) She brings you and the other girls into her bathroom, decorated with an oceanscape shower curtain and those little guest soaps shaped like seashells that no one ever used. Stop. How how have you accessed my memories like this? Uh, So this girl, we'll call her Megan, shuts off the lights and dares you to say... Bloody Mary into the mirror three times. Uh, I had a you friend sta- named Megan when I was 12 and she was an asshole. <laughs> it's a universal experience. So you stare into your reflection, which looks nice because of the glow of the oddly flattering seashell shaped nightlight. Uh, you say Bloody Mary three times. Nothing happens. Or does it? Is that a blurry shape behind you? It's not wearing the same limited two pajama top as Brittany is. And then something starts pounding on the door. <laughs> You're all going to die. And Megan is laughing her ass off because she was in cahoots with Nicole, who was waiting outside to scare the shit out of you and the other girls. Yep, this sounds... Why? Other than 12-year-olds being sociopaths, why is this game a thing? Why is this something we all did? <laughs> I honestly, I never, ever, 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 ever played Bloody Mary. I was way too much of a weenie. I think I did once or twice. I also went to Catholic school, so it didn't really pop up that often. We've all thought about it. I remember being terrified of it and like (laughs) just hypothetically, like I wouldn't even do it. But like sometimes I would just think about it and get scared. (laughs) I'm not lying. I was such a weenie. Oh, my God. The Bloody Mary episode of Supernatural is one of my favorites. Oh, that's such a good one. Starts with someone dying to the sounds of a Fallout Boy song, and I'm pretty sure someone notable was in that episode. I was gonna say Adam Brody, but that was uh that was the ring. He was in the ring. He? Yeah. He was one of um that girl from Travel Travelhood of the Pants. Sisterhood, uh, sisterhood of Traveling of, Pants. Yeah, uh, it was her friend. It's been a long time since I've seen... I've seen it fairly recently. I don't remember Adam Brody, but, I mean, I could also, like, have blocked it out because I'm you know. old. <laughs> yeah. Now it's gonna bug me that I can't <laughs> think of who was in it. It's stupid. Emily. Emily. Keep going. I'll find out. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alright. So, we're going to start... Talking about something called Captoptromancy, yeah, Uh, which is just a really big, fancy, hard-pronounced word for divination with a mirror. So This already sounds way more complicated than you would think. Well, it's complicated for like 0.5 seconds, and then it boils down to a big shrug emoji, so... Okay. Um, so rituals in the vein of, of Bloody Mary have been around since the Roman days, and people have been using it for fun as well as serious divination work for a while. 
people have been using mirrors as a form of magic for a long time. Because, I mean, if you think about it, mirrors are crazy. (laughs) Mirrors are kind of insane. So, uh, young women used to walk up a flight of stairs backwards in a darkened house holding a candle and a hand mirror, which sounds very dangerous and a good way to trip. Update, there's no one recognizable in this IMDb cast list. Okay, I might have just been thinking about the ring. I mean, there's also several Supernatural episodes where, like, people pop up. But anyway, continue. I... Nothing to do with anything. So, yeah, as the the young ladies gazed in the mirror, they were supposed to be able to catch a view of their future husband's face. And there was also a chance that they would see a skull instead, indicating that they were going to die before they had the chance to marry. Grim. I don't like either of those outcomes. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I don't want to see my husband, like, pop up in a spectral form. Like, that's not how... I want that to happen. Literally, the only thing I want to see in a mirror is my own goddamn face. Like, I am terrified. Like, if I'm washing my face in the sink, like, I'll move the towel away and there will be something standing behind me. Like, it's just a long-held fear. I, yeah, like, I hate going to the bathroom, like, at night. You know, when you get up in the middle and you go to the bathroom and then, like, you just leave the lights off? I will not look in the mirror because I don't want to see anything. And I know the darkness fucks with you. (laughs) So, getting down to actual, like, specifically Bloody Mary, the fun thing with urban legends is that there's 9,000 different versions of the ritual, and all are some variation of go in a dark room, say Bloody Mary an unspecified amount of times, scary things happen. Yep, that sounds about right. If the ritual is performed correctly, Bloody Mary might either appear in the mirror, reach out of the mirror, scratch the participant's face... Or be released from the afterlife to haunt them forever. See, yeah, the version I always heard was she will scratch her eyes out and you will die. Oh, I just always heard that, like, she'd just be standing there. Ooh, nope. No, no, you would definitely die. So other versions of the story include the mirror dripping blood, uh, the participant's hair turning white, or the participant disappearing without a trace. Oh, uh, just a heads up, I'd like to uh, shout out How Stuff Works and Mental Floss for (laughs) the information. Oh, right, yeah. Credit people. Yeah, all very cool. So, according to Folklore Experts, which is a wild job title to have, uh, Bloody Mary may have been one of the following women, at least originally. There's a lot of versions where Mary is some dead lady with her own problems, like, you know, regionally, or even just in, like, a school. Something will get made up. But these are the original Bloody Marys. It could have been Mary Tudor, Mary the First of England, who... The actual Bloody Mary put many Protestants to death for heresy, uh, which gave her the nickname Bloody Mary. She was very Catholic. Yes. Um, she's also a very interesting lady, and I hope to talk about her more in depth in the later times, because she had a whole host of problems. Oh, boy, was she... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I still need to watch that movie where Margot Robbie is Queen Elizabeth, and, you know... It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, it might be Elizabeth Battery, also known as the Queen of Blood. We talked about her in an episode. You did a very thorough dive on her. I do remember this, yes. Uh, just to refresh, she was supposedly convicted for murdering hundreds of young ladies so she could bathe in their blood. I don't know why the fuck we'd call her Mary, but I'm also not a folklore expert. Look, there's only three women's names. <laughs> uh, and it might be Mary Worth, a witch at- executed in Salem, during the witch trials, who allegedly murdered young girls to make herself more youthful. She was probably just an older lady who lived alone in the woods. Yeah, I was going to say, none of that actually happened at Salem, so yeah. Yep. Uh, I also found a theory that is 
the stupidest, most a dude wrote this thing that I have ever heard. Yeah, I was very excited there for a little second. Now I'm kind of less excited. Uh, so folklorist Alan, uh, I think it's pronounced Dundes, suggested that the story is an initiation ritual into womanhood. Prepare to roll your eyes so hard they detach from your optic nerve. It's not only girls who did Bloody Mary. Exactly. Uh, he notes okay. that the Bloody Mary legend revolves around blood suddenly appearing and that the ritual typically takes place in a bathroom with girls who are right on the edge of puberty. Yeah, this sounds like a guy who thinks he's being profound. Exactly. So I, that was just a very dumb theory <laughs> that I read that I had to share. So the story is also very reminiscent of a Japanese myth of Hanako-san, or Hanako of the Toilet. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's um toilet ghost. Okay. It is I have to say way creepier than the vagueness of Bloody Mary. Cool. So according to legend, Hanako-san is the spirit of a young girl who haunts school bathrooms. In I said Japan. Okay. Just want to make sure you guys know this is Japan. Uh where ghosts are 80% more terrifying always. Japan just does ghosts way better. Uh, Japan and Mexico. Like, don't fuck around. Yeah. So she is commonly described as having a bob haircut and wearing a red skirt or dress. In some versions, Hanako-san was a child who was murdered by a stranger or an abusive parent in a school bathroom. In other versions, she was a girl who died by suicide in a school bathroom. And other versions say that she was a child who lived during World War II and was killed during an air raid while hiding in the school bathroom. To summon Hanako-san, you must enter a girl's bathroom in a school, usually on the third floor, which, buck wild that schools have floors, because I've never been in one that had floors. Really? Mine had a ton of floors. Well, no, it had, like, two, but it was also kind of a weird... My school was fucking weird. It was, like, two different buildings and jammed together. And My college had two floors, but it was also located above an anthropology and a hair salon, so... <laughs> Yeah, uh, Junction City High School did not have multiple stories. Anyway, so you knock three times on the third stall and ask if Hanako-san is present. If she is there, she will reply with some variation of, yes, I am. Depending on the story, (laughs) the individual may then witness the appearance of a bloody or ghostly hand. Uh, The hand, or Hanako-san herself, may pull the individual into the toilet which may lead to hell, or the individual may be eaten by a three-headed lizard who claims that the individual was invading Hanako's privacy. Well, yeah. Leave her alone. Don't talk to people in the bathroom. So now that I've put nightmares in your head, uh, that here's, is Alton- very creepy. <laughs> here's Alton Brown's recipe for a Bloody Mary. <laughs> Thank God. A drink that was invented in Paris in the 1920s by a man named Ferdinand Pete Petois, a bartender at one of Hemingway's frequent haunts, Harry's New York Bar. The uh, name has a lot of different origins, but most likely it seems to be named when a patron declared, it looks like my girlfriend who I met in a cabaret. The cabaret's name was Bucket of Blood and the girlfriend's name was Mary. So the patrons and Pete agreed to call it Bloody Mary. That is a name for a establishment. Harry's New York Bar or a Bucket of Blood. Bucket of Blood. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking uh, Moulin Rouge would have been a very different story if it was called Bucket of Blood. Bucket of Blood. <laughs> I mean, as long as Ewan McGregor was still in it, I'd, you know, still I'd watch still it. watch it, yeah. Yeah, clearly. I mean, the name Bucket of Blood wouldn't turn me away from a movie. It would just be 
It would be a choice. It'd be a different vibe. It'd yeah. Be my- Maybe a little more accurate given the ending of Moulin Rouge, but... <laughs> All right. Bloody Mary. Made with uh, tomato vodka. Mm. Homemade tomato vodka. Ooh. You're going to need to get yourself one and three quarter pounds cherry or grape tomatoes, two teaspoons of hot sauce of your choice, two tablespoons of Worcestershire, one to three tablespoons lemon juice, half a teaspoon of kosher salt, and six ounces of tomato vodka, which I'll give you the recipe for now. Cut each of uh, eight pounds of ripe tomatoes into eight pieces and put them in a large glass jar. Add the vodka, which would be one 750 milliliter bottle of 80 proof vodka. Um, so you pour that vodka on top of those uh, sliced tomatoes, cover, put in a dark place for five days, up to seven days, stir every day. After seven days, strain it, and you have tomato vodka. Delicious. So then you take that tomato vodka you just made, uh, you remove the stems from your cherry tomatoes. Uh, Put the tomatoes, hot sauce, Worcestershire sauce, lemon, uh, salt into a blender. Blend on high for one and a half minutes. Fill an ice cube tray with about two cups of the juice and freeze overnight. Pour the remaining juice into a lidded container and save on the counter overnight. You want room temperature juice. Gotcha. Uh, Just before serving, put three of your tomato cubes in each of four Collins glasses and add one and a half ounces of your tomato vodka to each glass. Stir the juice and pour four ounces into each glass and serve immediately. And now you know how to make a really fancy Bloody Mary. I've never had a Bloody Mary. Never, ever? It's, like, I know we went to that place that had, like, the full, like, hallway Bloody, Bloody Mary, Mary bar. <laughs> but we had drank so much that I was like, I, oh, I can't. I, I love a good Bloody Mary. I can very rarely finish one. They've always seemed so filling to me. And, of course, they always come with, like, a bunch of shit on the top. So, like, you got to eat all that first. And Yeah, if I'm going to do a, a breakfast drink, it's going to be a mimosa. But champagne also gives me a headache, so a Bloody Mary might be a better choice for me. I would give it a shot one day. They're, I'm, they're really good. I mean, it's just, like, tomato juice, mostly. That's literally all the information I can give you on Bloody Marys of any kind. Um, yeah, it depends. It just kind of started... You know, like there's it's no so hard to like, you can't trace an origin of a story like that. It just, yeah, it's just become like a thing. Yeah. Anyway, goodbye. Goodbye. We love you. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to sobelomedia.com. This, this is. As above, so below.